Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. SoapCon Live is proud to partner with The Locker Room to bring your favorite daytime stars to your living room with free live panels starting May 1st. Sponsored by Soap Opera Digest, Retro TV, and It's Real Good TV, check out SoapConLive.com to see the complete schedule, purchase autographs, video greetings, or book your virtual meet and greet with your favorite soap star today. Hey guys. <laughs> Hi. We're back. I was just really getting so like sad when I saw Jeannie Cooper in the oh. opening. Um, you know, they just talked about her anniversary of her passing. Well, her last episode on Young and the Restless, um, when she went up the stairs and did the good night yeah. uh, scene. Um, I just I she was such a woman full of class. And I think that goes to show, and I don't know how you feel about this, when certain people who are the um, who are the heart and soul yeah. of certain soaps leave the show? It really does take the show in a different direction, and it's almost like uh, it's like when when like the great Eric Brady yeah. leaves Young and the Restless. It's gonna be a different show. Like when Christoph St. John, you know, all the winters when they left, it's a different show. And I, I, I Days of Our Lives, I feel the same way. You know, I, I feel like if John and Marlena leave again, you know, when Alice Horton passed away, uh, the great Francis Reed, like the show changed. Um, so it's just, it's very, it's very sad, but great memories though. Yeah, and that's the thing. I'm Lucretia, this is Dorel. If you guys can't read, um, if you're watching the video right now, and but this will be audio later. Um, but yes, uh, that is us. And we were just too into talking soaps that we were like, oh, we need to be going live and we need to be yeah. talking to you guys. But yeah, like you say, and, and that's the thing about GH. And I know that people may not agree with this here, but there is a difference when, when Sonny's not on. Like, like you know, Sonny took over for Luke, but that also means like, you know, it'd be the same if it was Laura. If Laura wasn't around, like mm -hmm. when, when she wasn't, like it was a different show. The heart and soul is, you know, different for different people, but mm -hmm, but there mm -hmm. are these staples, like people like them that have been around for 30 or more years that like you do see. And General Hospital is obviously the one I've watched the longest it's still on, but like with Y&R, like you said, without Neil, it's been a different show. And I could do a 20 minute rant on what they're doing right now, but that's probably for later in the show. <laughs> it, it is. I listen, I, I want to say like something um, in terms of GH, um, you know, Maurice Bernard, he tweeted last night that he was yeah. very, he's so excited that he's doing something different. And he's like after 38, I believe he said 38 years of playing the same character in the same situation, he's like, I'm so happy that I'm doing something different. And so I, I hope that that really puts the fans' mind at ease. I know there's a lot of fans out there that are being like, he needs to get back with Carly. He needs to get mm -hmm. back to his family. And while I agree he should be there for his children and in some ways there for Carly, I do like this storyline. And I'm excited for Sonny to discover new parts of himself through Mike and then those parts blend together. Because I got a ton yeah. of time from what we 
seen not just on soaps but in real life when people have memory um you know and and they lose their memory and what yeah. have you they they always kind of join it, it joins like you don't ever like forget your memory unless you're jason morgan um and that's what's so interesting about the parallels here and i hope that they don't do this with with sunny unless they were just going to keep him as mike but i i think they would never do that but when they switched jason uh, Quartermain to Jason Morgan with that accident, like that was such a good transitional story. And, you know, much like they should keep Morgan dead and certain other people, the Jason's being full Quartermain again, I understand why they haven't done it, but to not have, to have wasted the opportunity they had when, when Billy Miller joined the show and had the memory loss, but even though he later became Drew, it was like a tale of two Todd's uh, redux, which, you know, we love you, Rerun. But um, but yeah, it was written so so well. And when Jason had this head injury again this year when he came back from COVID, there was another opportunity there. And that's the thing is they've had several opportunities to bring a little bit of that quarter main back. But I feel like like they've been missed, and I'm not sure why. That's why I do hope that maybe with this mic and and it's just such a joy to see that that I was right that Maurice was really enjoying it because that's how it came across on screen that he enjoyed what he was yeah. doing, and I love that he's honest about that, and I love that he gave Cynthia a nod because to me, they're working so well together. She's fun, and it, it seems like he's having fun. And like I talked to Ken Schreiner over the weekend at SoapCon Live. And he said, like, that that's what's important is the actor have a good time. Sorry, fans that disagree with me, but but it came right from Scotty's mouth, too, is that, yeah. that when they're having a good time, we're having a good time. We may not always like certain things, but I I enjoy, you know, the dimples, guys, the dimples. He, if the he dimples. smiles more, you get the dimples. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's yeah. what I really like, you know, right now on, on Storyline GH-wise, it's really good to see. Um, today they had a scene where it was, um, not to give any spoilers, of course, but mm -hmm. a scene today, it, it was a scene that had um, Jordan, Mac, and uh, Don, um, Dante. And what really was exciting to me is the fact that, wow, you know, once Taggart gets over this nonsense, I could see him back there. It just felt like they're really putting more interest into the police force on General Hospital. And the police force was something that was really big back in the day. Now, granted, they yeah. were always, you know, the police against the mob, but they used to have a full force of people operating in and out. And, you know, Mac mentioned Valerie today. He said she's going to be yeah. transferring to forensics. So, all right. um, you know, yeah. and, he, and, and, you know, he talked about Chase and it's just like, I see the force coming back into something very beautiful. So I'm hoping that we, we get to see that, and, you know, actors always want something different. And, you know, that's why I respect going over to Days of Our Lives, Christian yeah. Alfonso, no matter how many people yeah. feel about as Hope or even Victoria Conifal as Ciara, they want to do something differently. Sometimes actors want something different. And as much as you love a character, just like um, uh, James Scott, who played EJ, he doesn't mm. want to come back. He doesn't want to act anymore. And while fans might be upset and not understand, it's like sometimes it's people want life. to move on. Yeah. People want yeah. to do things differently. So, you know, that's how I, I you listen, I think the only time I've ever been upset when a soap actor has been like, I'm not coming back, I'm done, has been Renee Jones, who played Lexi Carver on Days of Our Lives. I was so mad mm -hmm. because Renee Jones was at that time pretty much the only Black actress on daytime television that was like 
constant and, and a major character. She was part of the Carvers and the Demiras, and she was huge. And I hate it when she left. And I was like, better not no one replaced her. And I mean, they made it where no one could. And it was, yeah. it, it was a really crazy time. Yeah, um, and, and like you say, as much as you, you love the character and it was such a big deal because she was the only black actress and it's ridiculous that that was on considering there were probably four or five, six soaps on at the time of that. I, I'm like trying to wreck. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, th uh, yeah, th that's a big deal. But again, it's not necessarily on her. If she wanted to leave, That that's her prerogative. That's on the soaps for not representing properly anyway. But again... You know, these actors as an individual, we love them and we want to see more of them. But like if we're talking about days of our lives, Victoria Conafall is coming back this summer. So we will see yeah, more of yeah. Sierra and maybe she will remember Ben because and to me, the way that they did that elevator scene, uh, I'm a sinner too, guys, but I get it. Like and that was like giving you hope. And that was perfect. The ring and everything. It's about your dad. Like. We've got to have struggles, but they yeah. Ron does a good job of writing this couple and giving their fans what he can with all the restrictions he has. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I have to say with her, um, I understand what Ron said. It's like, listen, at mm -hmm. the end of the day, we would, would you rather us recast? And, or, or would you rather yeah. try to give a chance for Victoria? Now, listen, the T is, I've seen a lot of fans <laughs> this weekend actually say, you know what, recast, because we just want to have our sin again. And I'm just like, I don't know if you guys mean that. I think it's easier for you guys to say oh, yeah. recast. Because, but you know who I thought would have made a great recast, Sierra? But she will never leave the soap she's on? Jacqueline McKinnis Woods. Would be a great oh, yes, recast. Would be good. Yeah. She not only looks like Christian Alfonso, she has that badass attitude that she could be both. She's used daughter. to wearing leather jackets and riding motorcycles. So yeah. I think that she would be a really good yeah, and guess what? She finally get her sin happily ever after on a whole nother show. So <laughs> I, I mean I'm I'm down. Listen, wishful. I mean, casting. they basically ripped that off anyway. So like, you know, it's like mm, so they were kind of nodding. But yeah, I mean, speaking of like like Fens, like uh, did you hear like Sheila could be coming back? And a lot of people are speculating maybe she's his mother. Like that's not really news. So I'm like, it's more like speculation. Like she posted a photo. What do you think? Um, I don't like that because <laughs> for, I have like three major reasons. Probably will turn into four, but one of them is. The continuation and the way that they've told Sheila's story from Young and the Restless to Bold and the Beautiful is messy enough as it is. I feel like she has a set amount of kids on Bold and the Beautiful, and then she has kids on Young and the Restless, and they almost write the character like it's not the same character. Yeah. Especially since we saw Sheila with Michelle Stafford's face, and I believe she had one face at one time. I, I, I just think the whole Sheila thing is messy. Number yeah. two... Uh, Kimberlyn Brown has, our, our show rep, I believe, has actually stated that she was there for international press. However, we know not to believe uh, that because they don't oh, comment yeah. on capital numbers. Um, and then the other thing is, is I don't want them to use this as an opportunity to ruin the character of Finn because with Sheila comes, the character of Finn being like, I can see him entering a room and seeing Sheila and be like, mom, I've done everything you told me to. I got her to fall in love with me. And then we're gonna take over the Forrester's money. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want that for him. But like I said on this very podcast mm -hmm. in the yep. very beginning that 
Finn was probably going to turn out to be not such a good guy. And well, yeah. Only, only people those storylines, though, in all soaps and all shows, hoping that it will get them recognized, honestly, for award season. I'm just going to go ahead and put yeah. it out there. Uh, that's why it happens. Anybody who usually plays a goody two-shoe character, they don't usually get noticed like that. Whenever you play bad or you have an emotional situation, you get noticed. So that's my two oh, cents yeah. on that. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> yeah, but but one thing we all, I think, wanted to happen was Quarter. And I love that couple name, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. Hot. I was about to say something really inappropriate, yeah. and I realized that if Lawrence St. Victor and Rena Sofer see this, and then I have to see them this summer when Lucretia and I are more than likely going to be taking this show on the road, which I can't wait for. Mm-hmm. Um, um, hmm. Yeah, that was hot. Mm-hmm. That's all I could say. That's appropriate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and again, like Bold has gotten to where I certainly enjoy watching it or or look forward more to trying to watch it over over YNR. But it, it's so sad because there's so much good on YNR. And then it's just this this one umbrella story that is so goddamn bad, guys. I texted Darrell and because me and my mom were talking about it's like if Adam donates a kidney, I am out. Like, what the hell? I mean and this is where I'll say, y'all need to understand your cognitive dissonance here. I understand that you like Mark Grossman and that you may not like Wes Ramsey for, you know, but for fuck's sake, guys, like for Sonny's sake, for Jason's sake, this is the same goddamn thing. This terrible, terrible leaping bounds, making people talk out their ass just to this time last year, Adam was going to blow up his entire family, including Abby, who has done nothing to him. Like, seriously. But, oh, no, Adam is the hero. He's the victim. And, and this is exactly what they did with Peter. And the only reason you will not accept that is because you like Sharon and Mark, and they're adorable. But that's the real life. Guys, the real life on The Young and the Restless is Adam fucking sucks. Adam is a piece of crap, and this writing is lazy. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> I was just going to let you, I was like, get them together. Listen, L- Lucretia, as, as always, honestly, I do believe you're speaking mm. truth 100%. Mm. And the reason why, and you and I talked about this a lot on this show, it's like, just say you don't like Lauren West and quit mm. trying to say it's about Carly. I mean, listen. Because Carly rules. Carly Mm -hmm. rules. And I do think there's a lot of people who really genuinely dislike Peter, mainly because, number one, they love Anna so much. Mm -hmm. And the way that that character Peter came in and basically disrupted Anna's life and and, and changed the trajectory of that character for so long. I mean, listen, we had Anna questioning if Robin was really her daughter. We took the character. It wasn't well written. Yeah, guys. Like, I get it. We took the character of Alex, who we loved on All My Children. She actually mm-hmm. saved Anna's life on All My Children, had an yeah. amazing relationship. Well, she had a relationship with Dr. David Hayward. I won't say it was amazing, mm-hmm. but they, they had a daughter. That There was a whole storyline there. Yeah, they, that was Anna and David's daughter. That was like, that was such a good storyline. And Alex was there for her when Leora died. Like, mm. And, and they, they, they basically took that character of Alex and the character of Anna that had, you know, been on Gage and all my children for years and like ruined them for a while. And listen, I want to 
I really want to give props to Dan and Chris because I feel like regardless of any of the shit that they've gotten, Dan and Chris heard the complaints of the fans. Yeah, and they, and they tried. And they, and they fixed it. They immediately said, all right, we hear you fans. Peter is Alex's son. What else? You know what? We do hear you. Peter's a bad guy. Maybe he should just be found out and be out of there. Like, I do feel like they're trying to give us the appropriate payoff. Um, but also understand the fact that that character had a very different mapping, I believe, when it was under a different writing team. So Yeah, they didn't awesome. create Peter. And so, like... And that's just where I'll say again, guys, stuff takes time. And what whatever you want to believe, it's like Laura has played Carly longer than anybody else. And in my opinion, she is fantastic. She plays all okay. sides of that. And this is from someone who loves Tamara Braun. And Sarah Joy Brown created that character. It is, it is what it is. And the same thing with, you know, Peter, is we always try to give a little bit to Wes, and we understand that you know, and Chris and Dan, they didn't create that character. And that character was changed so many times, just like Adam. And, and I will say Mark is doing a stellar job with all the beats. Like yeah. none of this is on him. He was a perfect recast. It's the writing. It's the, it's what's bad. It's not his performance, but yeah, like with Peter, Wes wasn't, was given different directions. That's why Peter went different directions. Now that we have a trajectory that he is evil, I feel like it it works and it, it's gonna work until Peter probably dies soon. Um, but again, Chris and Dan listen to you. And just like with the Sunny storyline, now people are loving it, even though I was saying it from the get go, no, this is good. I think it's gonna go in a good direction. Y'all were giving me crap. You just gotta give it time, guys. Give it time and they will work it out because they do work ahead of schedule. And also they're not subject to you and your opinions. And just because you feel something, and even if it is a lot of people, they try to be a little bit fair and assume and, and get different notes. And when it was a majority, they did try to fix it. Yeah, I mean, also one note, you just brought up her name. I mm -hmm. want to congratulate Tamara Braun on 20 years in soaps. She, mm -hmm. has, she has played, so many roles she started as Carly Corinthos, number two, as we know, um, had a terrific run. She then went over and played the role of Ava Vitale on Days of Our Lives, as well as the character Reese on All My Children, who mm -hmm. her and Bianca had the first LGBT female wedding on a daytime serial. Um, and I thought that that was beautiful. So, and now she's currently, then she went back to General Hospital as Kim, and now she's back on Days of Our Lives as Ava. And I actually believe this cool. is her third. I love. Third this is her third run as Ava. And I have to say, um, I like Ava this time around. I know there are some fans, and I, I think I agree with this as well. I don't want her watered down. And that's one thing I think that Ron has done with a few characters, but he's he is fixing that as well. Um, because Kristen came back to the show um, and Stacey has done a great job, but there was there's a watered down Kristen that was happening for quite some time. Uh, but now I, there ain't. She is like sending all the ladies off to the island and putting on the mask. Ugh. She's absolute batshit, and I and I like what we're seeing now with Kristen. But on another end, you know, I can see Ava. You know, every scene I've seen Ava in, she's in the kitchen at Rafe's house making food for Rafe. And so while I see her falling in love and everything. I think it'll be interesting to see if Rafe develops feelings for Nicole or if, you know, we get a recast Hope Brady, which I'm going out there and say, Susan Walters, Noelle Beck, come on over. Yeah. If we get us a recast Hope come onto the show, it'll be interesting to see Rafe's 
with them as well. But I don't know, maybe Christian Alfonso will say, hey, you know what, let me come back and close up. Because I would like to hopefully think that like, maybe after a break away, because Allison Sweeney, I thought the same. You know, when yeah. she left, she was like, there was no plans to come back and she came back. So maybe that'll change as well. Yeah, because they're friends. I mean, they're working over at Hallmark together and stuff like that. And Allison is just like killing it. My mom and I both as newer days viewers are like, there is just something different when Sammy comes on screen. We weren't that great of uh, fans of Lucas until it's like, oh, the Lucas and Sammy stuff. You're like, oh, no, like Sammy just brings it and brings life into every scene. I mean, and that's because it's Allison Sweeney. She's a powerhouse. But Tamara yeah. Braun is a powerhouse, too. And so is Ari Zucker, who's um, Nicole. And yeah. I really like their friendship. That's what really made me start to like Nicole. And But I do love me some drama and I love me some frenemies. And I thought that was a very real conversation they had because it does speak to who I sort of see Nicole as, like, is a newer viewer the way. Nicole is very insecure and she wants all the attention. Whether she's with Eric or not, he's not there. And, like, she thought her and Rafe were doing it, but, like, Ava, who's unattached, like, and it, and I like that Ava was like, you think he's too good for me. Like, like that is effed up. It, but that, everything about that scene was very real and I liked very it. Well. And, it all started with Adam and Eve. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff to spice up your bedroom is even better. Select almost any one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Go to adamandeve.com and enter offer code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Plus, six free spicy movies. All that with free shipping. So that's BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at checkout at adamandeve.com. Dot com. Enjoy. And again, at least Rafe is a guy you can see women fighting over, uh, especially like since Galen's come back and he has a little bit more, you know, personality in these scenes and you're really enjoying it. Like, I love his sarcasm. Uh, I love the, and he is like a good dude for all, in, I mean, in soap terms. I mean, yeah. I, I and it's nice to see him sort of be like the, the dad character and these two bad girls are fighting over him. And you're like, that makes sense at least. And mm. I, I don't know the history of all that, of course, as a newer viewer, but, but this I'm actually enjoying. And Days at least has some romance and stuff like that. It's nice. Yeah. I mean, the thing is like you, you're seeing two women who have been pretty much wounded and, and victims, unfortunately, all of yeah. their lives be a hero in Rafe. The thing is, regardless if people want to admit it or not, Rafe is the hero of the show. And I have yeah. to say, um, I agree with your statements about Sammy. There's something about the entire family of Sammy and John and Marlena and oh, yeah. and Roman and Sean, all those that just really ignite the screen. And if you guys haven't got a chance to check it out yet, check out my interview with Martha Madison from Pride to Podcast. It is now airing everywhere over anywhere you can check out podcasts. It's an amazing interview. And she talks about you know, time on days and, and memories and stuff. And I, I really am very excited to see what comes from days. And this just in, today, Tamara Braun, speaking of her anniversary, actually released a clip of her on set proving that Days has actually started back up Ooh. today. So a lot of fans are asking, does this mean they're renewed? Are they going in 
film up a finale, what's going on? We don't know yet, fingers crossed that it means a renewal, but I'm gonna go in that direction that it's seeming very positive that a renewal is what's happening. Um, as opposed to, it looks like they went back today. Tamara was on her way to makeup to get her eyelashes on. Um, oh. You people out there on Twitterverse, Facebook, I'm sure you've seen the video. So it looks like days may be around for years to come. I hope so, because I will say as a longtime General Hospital viewer and just how good it's been. I mean, yesterday's episode, you texted me like, let me know after you watch it, like because it yeah. was so good. And, but to me, days is second. And even to as much as I've watched Y&R for a lot longer, uh -huh. the, the you know, the, the umbrella storyline and just like as much as there's other stuff I'm excited about, it does take away from it and it, it's cheapening it a little bit. But yeah. days like. I'm all in, and it's not just because of Eli and Ben. <laughs> but they don't, they, they definitely help it out. They do help. Listen, mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think Days of Our Lives has the sexiest male cast. Yeah. I think um, they do. Don't tell James Patrick Stewart, but like, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like, because I mean, there's a lot of them. Mm hmm. It's a lot of them. Listen, we got Eli, we got Philip, we got Sean, oh, yeah. we got Ben, we got Jake. I mean, that's five of them right there. Let's go ahead and throw Xander in there because we. Oh know. yeah, mm -hmm. that is that Apex. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. So it's yeah. like Days of Our Lives has the most. I mean, even uh, Trip Trip looks good. You oh know, yeah, certain, Trip is hot. Ooh. Certain yeah. people, Patch, Rafe. Uh, oh. Rafe. I, I, I always kind of had a thing for patches there because yeah. uh, of Stefan. Yeah. Yeah, because John looks good too. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, uh, are there any men that aren't just super hot on days? Like, yeah, no, can't think of it. Like, like everyone's a hottie in there. Even I understand why Paulina wants Abe because Abe is such a Oh, he's man. sexy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like the whole, the, like days as a whole, I mean, Chad is fine. I understand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like me some Chad. You know, I love Jack's new haircut. Like, the men as a whole, they're getting it together on days. I have to say, they're giving me sex. Like you said, they're giving me romance. Mm -hmm. You know, we have, we, I feel like we only got mm, maybe four men on Bold and the Beautiful. I'm like thinking, it's like Thomas, Finn. Because, I mean, as adorable as Scott Clifton uh, is, but you said it. I was like, as I was thinking that, because I was like, do we count Liam as a man? Because Scott is adorable, but Liam, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, but you know what? Scott plays that with such oh, no. great. He does. And he, and he gets it, and he's he in does. on the yeah. joke. Um, yeah. You know, Young and the Restless, I can't even tell you who's sexy over there anymore. I mean, Bryden oh, as the oh. is great. Um, I think Mark Grossman, I guess he's fine. Um, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always have a little thing for Jason Thompson or, you know, oh, Peter yeah. Bergman. Because Jack Abbott, he can still get it. That's why it's like, no, they fixed Jack and Sally for me to where I'm rooting. Because it's like, oh, yeah, Jack. Like, And Nick, I mean, is even though I ruined it for my mom by saying he looks like my dad, she ruined Ben for me for saying he had mannerisms like my brother. You know, it is what it is, his family. But, but yeah, like, you know, and that's why we watch the soaps. I don't care if people get mad at me because like, just admit it, we watch it for the hot guys. Like, like we do first and I, foremost. And they're all just, yeah. You know what else is so fine and, and sexy mm -hmm. as well? And we talked about it before, Sky and Liesl. I, oh yeah, they are adorable. I love it. I'm all about it. Um, I really love, actually, and to be real, the relationship between uh, Kathleen Gotti and Ken Schreiner 
is it makes sense and it works for the characters. And I'm glad that Scotty isn't circling with Bobby and Laura and Lucy anymore. Even though I, I love the relationships he had with them, they're more adult relationships. Him and Laura's relationship is such an adult type of relationship now. Um, and you know, I love Lucy, her and Kevin. I know not everybody digs it, and but if Laura were to go to someone else besides Kevin, I'd pick Robert because you know they were Kane's parents on Y and R, and they've they've made jokes like not too far off. I was like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that 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 those little kiss. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that, but I, I listen. Robert, I do want to see him in a storyline and a lot of people are rooting toward Olivia and him and, and Ned. Well, yeah, and it would make Lisa's life uh, gold. Like, and that's yeah. what's so cute is she was a Robert Scorpio fangirl, and now Olivia and he, like Ned already thought they were doing it. But yeah, and so I think that that would be really fun. I mean, Olivia right now is kind of wavering because she's kind of sticking her nose in Brooklyn's business. But now we have mm-hmm. Brooklyn, Maxie, and Britt trio. But I mean, Britt has herself out of I the equation, it. which is crazy because mm-hmm. Britt is on the run with Jason. And so now you're leaving Maxie to her own devices with Brooklyn also out of control. So like, what are we supposed to do between Brooklyn and, and Maxie? It's just like, you're supposed to help her, Britt. What are you doing? I- how do I say this? The like, you know, the Brit running off with Jason, like logistically, you understand like how all that came about, and I'm really liking that pairing, and I like that they're not rushing it, and I sort of like the parallel with Brit sort of being the new Robin in the situation, and me actually rooting for them, but like on the Brooklyn Maxi front, this is another thing that's been written really well because when and that they've mentioned Lulu and if Lulu were here, what would she say? What would she do? Because Lulu and Brooklyn are the one that have all this history, but Maxie is Lulu's best friend, of course, is gonna you know stick to her sister. And that's what I like that they pointed that out. And I like that she's like, but I'm all you got and you know it. Like, and you know Valentin can protect this baby and you know he will. And that's already been the plan. And it's like, yeah, like I hate that Valentin is the one getting duped because, you know, uh, where's the mug? But this is so well done. I can't hate it at all. Like, and, and like you say, you know shit's going to hit the fan because. Brooklyn and Maxie are not like Britt where they're calculating. They're certainly not a doctor. You know, Britt's the one that's calculating and fixing everything. Uh, so with her out of the equation, you know, shit's just going to go down with Brooklyn and Maxie, but that's, what's fun, right? Like, and the nods to history with Lulu and Maxie and, and all that. It's like, yeah, this is good. It, and I like that GH is really focusing on the women working together, like Ava and Carly and Laura because yeah, it's I mean, the same thing. They've all had this conflict, but now they they have a common enemy. And GH has done really good in the past two years. I actually saw a tweet today from someone, and they stated, what GH has done in the past two years is two successful baby changes, but mm-hmm. they did them unconventionally. Like, they did yeah. them in such a way, like, with, the, uh, uh, with Nell and Wiley and all that stuff. Like, it's like, oh people were in on it. It wasn't an accidental baby change or somebody went in mm-hmm. and changed the results. So I'm very happy with the way that they've handled those type of change, uh, you know, that, that difference in storytelling. I think it's been great. Yeah, like, you know, they're, they really do seem to actually try here and whether you like it or not, like the stuff with Nell and Nina and Wiley, like that was sort of planned from a certain point. Like I know that 
that Nina's daughter did change early on, but yeah. with the Nell and Wiley and how all this would come about and like with Brad, it really, it really did work out. And I do feel like, like it was planned. It's sort of like, have you ever seen the show Chuck? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that show. But what, wasn't it great? Like how you had no idea how they were going to play it out. But, and that's where you could tell like the first two seasons, they had 100% plan, like with his dad and, you know, but, but how they developed the story with his mom and bringing in like Linda Hamilton, that of course came later. But when you saw all those things that were sort of planned out from the get go and how they worked around to bring it in with the new stuff, that mm -hmm. was just a good example. And to me, it's like those guys could have been soap writers um, because yeah. because it took that kind of planning. And, and that's why sometimes just let stuff breathe. Because I do think that Chris and Dan, just like Ron, they come from the place of a fan. And so they, they hear you and they know you. It just takes time. Yeah, it definitely takes time. And, you know, I think that that's what it is about long-term planning. And I really hope, I hope, that uh, Young and the Restless has that because I know that you, I mean, not the only person, a lot of people are upset with the predictable storytelling that Adam may be the one yeah. to donate the kidney uh, to, to Faith and making himself a hero. And I think that, I think that that can be very dangerous because the thing about it is it's like, people can't forget people's crimes, but that begs the question, are people who do bad things on shows able to move on and are they able of forgiveness? Because I mean, you have people like Ava Jerome, who regardless of how people felt about Connie, she did kill someone, you yeah. know, we- Or like Franco we, and Valentine, but the way they rewrote, they wrote their redemptions is they had to suffer and they had to grovel and not everyone feels that way about them. And that's mm -hmm. the, the problem with some of the Adam stuff, just like with the Peter stuff is that it was almost forced that like, okay, they're gonna do this and it's all gonna be fine, right? Like, no, that's not how these shows work. Like people are allowed to hate people for like time and again. And yeah, when you have like, I don't mind the Nick, you know, going to the basement and trying to drag out Adam, like that fits Nick, it, but it's just like some of the beats they have with Sharon and Faith where it is just that driving force of mm -hmm. Adam is the victim, Adam is gonna be the hero. And we're just supposed to forget that he tried to blow the family up last year, like this time last year, guys. Like, I mean, and it's because it's lazy like that. That's your your redemption. It's not the digging of, you know, like groveling. Like Franco, Jason and Sam should always hate Franco. Like, like Jason he did Sam some messed up stuff. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, so that's a critique, actually, of a lot of people um, in terms of, um, Monica and 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 Sonny and they're like yeah Sonny should Sonny I mean obviously he's not doing it right now but they're like Sonny should never in life be able to walk into the quarter main mansion and have Monica be like hey Sonny like it should never be cool like they should always have smoke for each other but you same thing with Carly it. and her. Carly did some fucked up stuff, and yes, she's the mother of her grandchild, so Monica should be able to deal, like, to a degree. Carly maybe has some reason to be there, but with Sunny, it's like, no, you get the hell out of the quarter main mansion. Like, you don't get to be here in no time, no way. And I and I, and I think what they're doing is they're using that. Oh, Monica loves Michael so much, and Michael, you know, sees Sunny as a father, yeah. so she's like trying to be cool, but it's like. At the end of the day, Sonny killed her child. And for me, I just like, there are certain things 
that like people shouldn't get over. And that's why, you know, I, I appreciate it. Sam, I was being like, oh, Franco. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, and, I hate Sam, but I understood that. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to, I'm going to still continue to have this amount of smoke for this person because of what they did. And I think that, you know, that's why I feel that way. Like for me with Ava and Carly, yeah. Listen, at the end of the day, I love Ava. I love Mara West. And I know people are like, but where Ava stands at the end of the day? She switched Morgan's medication. That happened. So, like, Carly should always. But her be sister like, is the one that blew him up. Like, like right, and right, that's, that's just where I'll say, like, Ava did something fucked up and she paid for it. Like, but it is one of those where they act like Ava killed Morgan. And I'm like, no, we don't get to rewrite history. Like, no, he, she, like she, that's she, not she, what happened. <laughs> yeah. I do believe, but yeah. I do believe where they're coming from. It's like, Morgan would not have been erratic off his medication and maybe stolen that car. Granted, I, I hear there's a lot of loops and like there's a lot of what about what about yeah like I mean and being their kid he would have died anyway I mean Sonny did blow up his own daughter that's where I'm like Ava was wrong but but there's a lot involved in Morgan's death and his parents' choices like it's not like when you know AJ drinking and driving and getting in an accident when Jason was like his alcoholism he is 100 at fault but AJ. It got all the bunch of responsibility for that because it was all on AJ. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, but some of these, it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I think that Carly and Sonny definitely have to take responsibility yeah. for how they were raising their children. But I think that like, at the and like, listen, let's not cut Morgan and Slack. He was a grown man. No, he, he, he was a grown man, yeah. He slept with Ava willingly. But I think that, you know, when you're a parent, because I talked to a couple of like parents who watch show, when you're a parent, stuff like that, Carly's like, listen, and I feel like a Carly apologist today, my God. No, no. I know, and I was doing it earlier because because I do enjoy the character of Carly. But but I will say, and this is like why Carly acts like she ain't done nothing wrong sometimes, and it's like, oh no 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 no, I get you. You and Ava will always have issues because of Morgan, and that is totally great. But I do love that Ava is the better parent to Avery, and that she acknowledges that Avery loves you, and and that she's like, no, it is our girl. Like it is like. Yeah. And I, I thought that was such a such a poignant scene for her to say that line. And 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 Ava is one of the most self-reflective characters, I believe, mm -hmm. on that show. Yeah, um, that's and, why I love her. She's self-aware. And, 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 and it just also helps that it's Mara West and, and, and the faces and the things she does. And what I really want to like give Mara West a shout out. Well, let me finish my Carly thought real quick. Yeah. So for me, with Carly, it's like, yeah, she's delusional. But at the end of the day, there are some parents who are like, listen, I just won't take no, it, like my mom to this day will be like, mm -hmm. you may be 33 years old, but if anyone, if any person that's an adult tries to have an issue with you, even though you are an adult, they got an issue with me. And I understand Carly being a mother being like, yo, I, you, you, I'm the mama. Like, we gonna have an issue with each other. Now that can turn to overbearing mothering and what have you. But I also understand. Or that. produce Michael. <laughs> but in his defense, Michael. he got shot in the head. I try to give Michael a break for that. I mean, I wish that they would explore yeah. that bit a little bit more. That he's a little bit slow because that's how Chad. <laughs> is. Um, and that was probably bad, Chad. I love you, but uh, I know um, you so. remind me of my baby brother. And yeah, yeah. Um, but, but so listen, Ava, Ava, 
I know. See, you, you and mm-hmm. me always pushing it too far. Pull it back. Mm-hmm. We gotta. Well, I knew we were going to go. Uh, listen, yep. a- Ava. For me, though, what I will say is what I love that Mara did. She did a scene last week, and it was when Cyrus was talking about Avery, and mm-hmm. the look in Ava's face was like, like, oh, oh bitch, you no. did not. Oh no, Oof. you are not been to talk about because I've already lost one child to a psychotic person. Mm-hmm. You absolutely under no circumstances are going to barely threaten my daughter. And what I love when Spencer rolled up and Spencer, um, I'm sorry, Nicholas, and Nicholas was like, mm-hmm. uh, I've got my notes over here. Nicholas came up and Nicholas was mm-hmm. like, um, you don't mention Spencer's name. Whatever we were doing, yeah. got mm-hmm. playing with Cyrus, fuck that. We got a problem. We got a problem. So I, 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 yeah, and Nicholas is a crappy dad. Like, I love Nicholas, but like, this is where Valentine has a leg up on him. Where, where Valentine's a good dad. Like, he was willing to sacrifice his own relationship with his kid for her to have a better life. That's when Lauren, he really, like, you know, saw eye to eye. But with Nicholas, it's like, you a crappy dad. And even you were like, oh no, bitch, you did not to Cyrus. Like, with Ava, it, it's sort of like, with Carly and Jocelyn, I feel like with Ava and Avery and how that is, like, they are the better parent. They finally got it right with their youngest daughter, except, you know, Donna doesn't count. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I was like, I like to see those scenes because it does show that they've realized they fucked up before and they're trying to do better. And that you can respect. Because yeah, Ava was willing to go to Carly to protect Avery. It was like, no, we need to work together. This is our girl. Like, that took a lot because... Ava and Carly have every right to hate one another. Yeah, they absolutely do. Um, I mean, listen, I think all this is good. The soaps have been very good this week. I want to take some time mm-hmm. and get away from that. I want to talk about what you have accomplished. So as everyone knows, as I hope you all got a chance to tune in to SoapCon Live this weekend. There were some amazing panels. There's still obviously a lot of things coming up. I know that Gina Tognani, uh meet and greet is coming up. There's a lot more. So Lucretia, give us an update on number one, how everything went, and then tell us what people can expect coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so guys, SoapCon Live, it's the first Comic-Con for your soaps. We had our inaugural event this weekend, but don't worry. Don't worry, guys. This isn't a yearly thing. I know some of you are like, oh, I can't wait to see next year. No, uh, we will be having stuff coming up within a month or so. It, it Because we're still virtual and everything, and just like you've seen other events, like like we, we got you, and, and we are still taking your calls, as they say, but your comments, and, and we are working to, to get these people that you're suggesting. But so our stuff for the month of May isn't even over yet, though, because while we had the four panels this weekend with the doctors, with As the World Turns, and One Life to Live, and General Hospital, of course, that we love to talk about, which uh, was the end of the night with Jackie Zeman and Bobby Spencer, Ken Schreiner, Scotty Baldwin, Brad Mull, Dr. Tony Jones, and Shell Danielson, who played Dominique, the mother to Scotty's only living child, Serena Baldwin, of course. Uh, we had that panel this weekend, and of course, you can watch that at SoapConLive.com or in the locker room on YouTube or uh, on Facebook. We'll we'll have some announcements too because you're also going to be able to find this show with a rebrand on that Facebook page for SoapCon Live too. So so just be in tune to SoapConLive.com and all that because your favorite stars from General Hospital as well as Gina Tonioni for the One Life to Live panel, the Kramer women, of course, will be doing a meet and greet this Saturday. 
we have those starting at noon Eastern time. And then um, you will need to purchase them by Friday, though. So you can get your schedule and everything. So, yeah, just go to SoapConLive.com because you'll have all the GH as well as Gina for this Saturday. And then you will also have the rest of everybody except for the doctors we don't have scheduled yet. But the rest of the Kramer women will be on the 15th. That's Cassie DePaiva, Kristen Alderson, and Laura Bonarigo. They'll be on May 15th, as well as Terry Kahn and Austin Peck. And Austin, you know, he was on As the World Turns. That's how he met his wife, Terry. But he was also best known for Austin Reed on Days of Our Lives. So we didn't forget you, Days fans. But yeah, along with them, you'll see Ava LaRue and Patrika Darbo. Oh, so we have another Days. And of course, Ava, like all my children's, Dr. Maria Santos, she'll be on May 15th as well. Again, check the whole schedule on SoapConLive.com. But I did forget one big announcement, and we'll announce it along with his uh, other stuff. You'll see Jacob Young. Of course, GH fans know him as Lucky Spencer, but most of us know him as J.R. Chandler on All My Children. He was the J.R. Um, and he also was on Bold and the Beautiful as Rick Forrester. He was part of that great storyline with Carla Mosley with uh, the first trans wedding on daytime television. He will be there for Mother's Day. So on Mother's Day, May 9th, get your mother a gift of a meet and greet with Jacob Young. She will love you forever. So yeah, we have a lot of cool day uh, Mother's Day promos like with the video greeting. So you can get any of our soap stars to send your mother a Mother's Day greeting on Mother's Day. Use the promo code Mother's Day to get 10% off that as long as you do it by the 7th. For most of these things, you will just need to do by the 7th. But autographs and video greetings you can purchase till May 17th. As we wrap up the, the last couple As the World Turns on Sunday with Colleen Zink, Trent Dawson, and uh, Mark Collier, who I didn't even know was in the Dixie Chicks Ready to Run video. And I love the Dixie Chicks. I'm like, oh, my God, he was. Well, wait, the Chicks now, didn't they change their name to the Chicks? Yeah, they, I, they did. Um, I'm still not sure why they thought that was less offensive. But, <laughs> you know, Natalie Maines and Stephen A. Smith and I have all the same birthday. So, oh, and I didn't even do my Stephen A. Uh, impersonation yet. But speaking of Jacob, um, he is now going to be on The Walking Dead in the final season. Yes, yeah. I'm super excited for him. I think that Jacob Young, he really, really loves the genre. And I've seen him several times say, what do you guys want to see me next? I mean, honestly, I could see him coming over as a recast Eric Brady on Days of Our Lives. Um, oh, yeah. If Devon doesn't come back, I could also, I know a lot of people did not like him as Lucky. Uh, he did play Lucky on General Hospital. But listen, if Jonathan Jackson isn't going to come back and you want Lucky on campus, sure, bring him, bring somebody. Um, I'm very excited for you, Lucretia. I know that you have, this is a labor of love for you. You put in a lot of work with this. You and Alan Locker have been working really, really hard on this and, and your whole team. So I'm super, super proud. Please, Soap fans, make sure you go out and check everything that Lucretia told you. You can also follow it on social media, on both Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you like the page. Spread the word because we want to make sure that we do everything we can to keep the soaps as viable as possible. Um, and, and just keep them alive. So, so make sure you guys go out there and uh, spread the word on that. And trust me, guys, like as you'll start seeing this over in the SoapCon Facebook uh, feed, and don't worry, you'll you'll have all the links. And um, this, it, if you're subscribed on any of the podcasts, nothing will change for you except the picture you see. 
but yeah. uh but yeah so so it should all be a smooth transition over to there and yeah stay tuned because um Darrell will be working with SoapCon live as well uh we just got you know we got to keep some some stuff from you like uh so, so yeah stay tuned as they say for the for the next announcements but but there will be announcements because one thing i forgot to mention that that as a big yeah. nerd and someone who loves this guy that i wanted to throw in here was uh finn whitrock play is going to be guy gardner and which is one of the green lanterns uh which is who ryan reynolds should have played uh not to get too inside nerd dumb guys like yeah. he was the way better fit hal jordan should have been nathan fillion um but with uh, Finn, he was so good on All My Children as Tad's son, and they redid the yeah. Liza Colby thing with mm-hmm. um, with him, even though, like, Tad, Chad, I mean, Chad, uh, Tad, uh, Freudian slip there, had done Liza and her mother, <laughs> Marion Colby. He did do uh, that. No, oh, my God. I, I just remember how great it was when they did the redux with, with Finn's character, his son, and what a good nod to history that was. So Finn, of course, started on soaps. But if you know the Ryan Murphy stuff, he's been in a lot of that. He was in the big short. But yeah, he'll yeah. be, you know, I believe Guy is going to be the main Green Lantern in the Green Lantern Corp series. But as you mm-hmm. know, like there are several other Green Lanterns. But guys, come on. You're really missing out on Nathan Fillion as um, the Hal Jordan Green Lantern and Damon Wayans Jr. Yes, I said it as Jon Stewart. The you know because John Stewart is for most people Green Lantern like like uh, I I'm surprised they didn't go that route but maybe they are casting him. I mean you know I have to say I love to see when soap actors become mm-hmm. a part of um, you know DC or Marvel yeah. world. I mean obviously we've seen it uh, with Michael B Jordan and both Chadwick who were yes. part of Marvel world. Um, you know Sasha Kell is going to be playing Supergirl. Supergirl so yeah. Seeing, so, so we're seeing all of these soap actors and and people you know susan walters is also speaking of her yeah she, she was caitlin's mom on the flash yeah mom on the flash um so i i just really am, am excited to see people really understand why we love and respect soap actors they are some of the hardest actors in the business and they are successful outside of soaps and we've talked about this before morgan freeman and hey julianne moore just to name a few people have been doing soaps for years and it doesn't mean it, it shouldn't get the rep that people think. But speaking of winners, because we've talked about a lot of winners today, I want to talk about a few soap characters that are winners. Quinn wins hands down. Because she got some- Yeah, we both put that. (laughs) It was like, I can't handle it. Quinn was the complete winner. Because let me tell you something. Carter's body Mm -hmm. is stupid. Honestly, Carter, I'm just like, why you- and I just know he was doing it right. And also, congratulations to Bold and the Beautiful and Young and the Restless for now doing no social distancing for the most part and having intimate scenes Fine. again. And 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 people, you know, and, and that's why, honestly, I'm rooting for Quarter. I, I'm rooting for them yeah. to actually become a couple. And I don't want them to keep a secret for too long. You know, as we know, Kiara Barnes is leaving the role of Zoe. We don't know if they're going to recast or write the character out, but I say let the character go because we have yeah. a new super couple on the rise. So Team Quinn and Team Quarter, happy to call them the winners of the week. 
yeah, I was like, that was no contest. And yeah, like you say, it does help that we're having more um, intimate scenes. Because yeah, even me and my mom, the first time we really noticed when it was like Billy and Lily, because we're reading for them, it's like, they're adorable, um, you know? So I was like, whoa, they kiss? Great. Like, you know, we're seeing it now and, and it does help. But sadly, what doesn't help, and obviously by the losers, there's no reason to do another 20-minute rant. Y'all got this. The Newmans, because they're all going to have to suck it up and accept the black sheep of the family, who is the black sheep for a reason. We tried to rewrite it with Justin, and it worked. Um, and But, you know, maybe Chloe and her bomb needs to come back. Like, or the tornado is going to get at them. It ain't Kansas anymore. I don't know. I, I love me some Mark Grossman and I didn't always hate the character of Adam, but like for y'all who act like you, you care about your queen Sharon, this don't look good for her. And I, I mean, I'm like, Oh, like chick fans. I don't know who needs to get on on this. I don't ever want her to touch her Nick again. Him and Phyllis, like that's a, that's a thing. And I'm always team Phyllis, but I didn't always dislike Sharon so much, but this no. is, straight up pathetic like and then you're having face say lines like oh he probably hates me he won't donate a kidney to me girl mm -mm. Yeah. you're like yeah like like let's quit laying this on thick like i get it you want to redeem adam and you want to do it in the quickest most laziest possible way let's not ruin the show for that like you know we could have we, we could have gone so many other ways so i don't know why well i have to say Really, really good props to Raylan, who came She's in. She's great, and, yeah. She, she literally, I do want to say, listen, coming in as a recast, especially for somebody as beloved as Alvia Lynn, yeah. like I have to say, she came in and it's almost like she's been playing the part the whole time. And her and Moses are adorable. Oh, adorable. Girls. But I'm going to get my soapbox before we yeah. go to <laughs> Soap fans, or actually psychotic fans, Stop tweeting at about that poor boy and his hairstyle and saying that you think it's, it's tacky, cute. saying that you think that his hair should belong on Young and the Restless, saying that like, and, and, and you know, the same thing actually happened to Theo over on Days of Our Lives for you Sin fans who think it's okay to make it a race thing and belittle him because he's black and to start talking about, well, he's autistic and stupid. And then you're saying things about Moses. What that, the like, fuck guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Guys, stop the bullshit. Like that's absolutely unacceptable. And what's going to happen is, let me tell you, Robert Scott Wilson, uh, Victoria Conafal, those people don't play that. Also, um, the people on Young and the Restless, especially Eric Braden, they mm -hmm. don't do the race thing. He they will don't call you that. out. So when those people start cussing you soap fans out for being downright ignorant and racist, you're sitting in your parents' basements and you're like seven years old and you're sitting in your parents' basements and you're writing these things and your profile picture is a picture of the person from the show and you're saying that you're the person, like, stop. Like, don't do that. Like, like the actor who plays Moses, he's a fantastic actor. Uh, Cameron Johnson, who stepped in, has been fantastic. He's, he's been so playing, good. Like, and Moses, we're getting to know him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, or, or apparently that's a wrong symbol. I really meant it as okay, guys. That was me being like, uh, but I've heard some things that I was like, oh, I, I really meant like Theo is great. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, yeah. He's, he's doing really well. And I don't want 
to continue to get on soap Twitter and see that kind of vitriol spirit like spewed out. Like that's crazy. Like that's absolutely insane. And it's not gonna make your faves get together any quicker. So you might as well stop with the bullshit. Well, yeah, and like you say, like, you know, why don't you just call it like it is that, that you're a racist? Um, and that you you just don't don't like that because you don't like the color of their skin. Like these yeah. actors, they're doing a great job, they're fucking adorable and they're selling it. Like yeah. that's it. Like and I, I really appreciate the fact that both Young and the Restless and Days of Our Lives have just been like all the parents of these, you know, young girl younger girls are like no, these are good guys. And it doesn't even come up because that's a lazy thing too, to bring it up. It's like, oh, somebody's going to have a problem because they don't look right or they don't fit this thing. It's like, no, uh, Nikki, I, I love the fact that she made sure to text Moses because her and Neil, I always have wanted that by the way, or with Victoria one, like he had such, Christoph had such chemistry with both women. Yeah, he and did. Neil was such an important part of the family. And that's what they're thinking about. Oh my God, this is Neil's son. Like, this is so sweet. We're not being lazy and being like, oh wait, I don't know about faith. And no, we're making this a storyline um, about like, this is a sweet kid who's literally interning at the hospital and he's not even out of high school yet. Like this is a good a kid. And I like that we're writing that. And he, it makes sense that he would care about faith and her alcoholism storyline because that's what happened with Neil. And yeah. it's like, this is being done so well. That's why it's so sad that the other part isn't. But on that note, though, um, other than like, just admit y'all racist and, and get it over with and just stop, stop. Right. Like, <laughs> and stop I like sin too. But like, yeah, it, talking about people's hair. <laughs> no, like, yeah, you know, Ron had that teachable moment that he made fun of in the show, guys. Like, we get it. Not everyone, you may not know stuff because even I have the faux pas of like, wait, I mean, that is an okay symbol, but apparently it means stuff to other people. Um, let me know. I mean this, I'll always do this. We get it that some stuff is new. Um, but, it, but when it's all just hate, 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 we know that's what that really is. Um, right. but on a side note, my mom said that what YNR should have done is that made it be Mariah who had the kidney match and it be a contemplation of do you save the baby or do you save faith or do you risk the baby or do you you know risk faith that would have been and i'm like yeah you're right she would make way more sense to be a match than adam and that would have been a good story but again this is what i'm talking about they lazy yeah i mean listen i i feel the same way and i think that you know at the end of the day I, I just want there to be more love on the show and, 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 and that, that type of thing. And guys, listen, please tweet us, ask us your questions. Let us know if you have any thoughts. We're always here to talk soaps. We love talking to them. Just so you know, my name is Darrell Anthony. You can actually find me on social media. Please save your tweets of hate, but I'm ready to fight with you if you want to. Darrell Anthony on Twitter. I am Darrell Anthony on Instagram and also Darrell Anthony Actor Page. Please check us out every week. Lucretia and I will be here doing our thing. And you can also check me out. Also, if you didn't see the finale of Forever and a Day After Show, I did that. And also Pride, the podcast, will be airing every Monday. So please check that out as well. And Lucretia, where, my dear, can they find you and also SoapCon? 
All right. Since I'm the Crease Line, guys, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one. And um, SoapCon Live, just go to SoapConLive.com. It's got all the info there. You can see the panels that we had this weekend. You can book your meet and greets. You can get autographs. You can get video greetings. And just be sure to stay tuned to that page. And be sure to stay tuned to the YouTube and Facebook pages of this show as it will be transitioning over to the SoapCon Live. We're all just going to be one big happy family so we hope you'll be a part of that thank you guys see you next time thank you for listening to believe in soap operas if you're not subscribed to the show be sure to hit that button so you get new episodes each week in the feed of your favorite podcasting app like us rate us have something to say leave us a review and if you're looking for the video version of this podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel and like our Facebook page, all under Believe in Soap Operas. That's B-L-E-A-B. We'll be streaming live every Monday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and that's 3.30 p.m. Pacific, on Facebook and YouTube, so join in on the fun there. And don't forget to visit SoapConLive.com to check out our complete schedule, purchase autographs, video greetings, and book your virtual meet and greet with your favorite soap star today. And you can also catch up on Forever and a Day, the first soap opera to go back to the roots of audio during the pandemic. Season 2 is now streaming on all the podcast platforms you can find this one. Stay safe and sane, soap fans, and stay tuned for more Believe in Soap Operas. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.